Welcome to session four of the journey with Jesus. Before beginning, take time to recite the prayer of commitment and guide to worship, being mindful to see what you say. Spiritual disciplines four and five are about loving others, both believers and unbelievers alike. We begin by viewing the horizontal part of the cross shown on your handout. Notice how spiritual discipline four is depicted by an arrow pointing inward toward worship with the inscription, join his people. With worship at the heart of our experience with God, Think of spiritual intimacy with fellow believers as a loving family of brothers and sisters in Christ. The arrow points toward worship because only in Christ is the body of Christ unified. The key verse for discipline four is John 15, 12, where the Lord says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Join me in your Bibles as I read verse 12 in the context of John 15, 12 through 17 from the English Standard Version. The setting is Jerusalem in an upper room. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. Now, listen as I pray read John 15, 12 through 17, conversing with the Lord while prayerfully reading and reflecting on that passage. Use your imagination to see what I say. Jesus, I see you in an upper room, reclining with 11 of your apostles around a table after a very special supper together. You're teaching them important things for them to know and remember before going to the cross. I hear you tell these men plainly that your commandment is for them to love each other in the same way that you love them. The kind of love you're talking about is the greatest kind of all, which is a willingness to lay down my life for others, just as you laid down your life for me. This is a command, not a suggestion. I love how you address your disciples as friends, not slaves, and in the same way that one friend cares for another, you share everything with your friends and tell everything to your friends. What a blessing to be in that number. Then, Jesus, just as you told them at that time, you also tell me right now that I didn't choose you, but you chose me. Wow, what an honor to be chosen by you. However, 
I need to be mindful that this honor comes with an expectation on your part, which is to bear fruit that endures. I understand this fruit to be the evidence of your Holy Spirit working in and through my life. In verse 17, you reiterate your command to love for emphasis. Respond to the following tasks and questions. Retell from memory the upper room scene in John 15, 12 through 17. What do you see? What is most meaningful for you about this experience? After pray reading John 15, 12 through 17, to get a sense of what God is revealing from his word, we begin our study of this passage by answering the six W questions. Who, the speaker, whom, the audience, when, the time, where, the place, why, the purpose, what, the meaning. Leaving the what question for later, when we're ready to interpret John 15, 12 through 17, let's focus our attention now on the first five W's. Read John 15, 12 through 17, and then answer the who, whom, when, where, and why questions. In response to these questions, to answer them in one sentence, consider this. Jesus is speaking to his apostles after a Passover meal in an upper room somewhere in Jerusalem to command them to love one another and bear fruit that will remain. The main point of John 15, 12 through 17 is that believers are expected to love one another. So now, with answers to the five W questions in mind and the passage before us, it's time to work on an observation statement that summarizes the verses. The purpose of this statement is to convey concisely what's happening in the passage in order to properly interpret the key verse, John 15, 12, in context. With John 15, 12 in view, draft an observation statement in 10 words or less. This is what I offer for John 15, 12 through 17. Love one another and bear fruit that will remain. The observation statement simply tells us what the passage says. The interpretation, which follows, tells us what the passage means. So, with the context in mind and your observation statement in view, let's address the what question by interpreting the key verse, which is John 15, 12. Begin by selecting key words in verse 12 and then defining them in context. Since all language is composed of words, it is necessary to know the correct meaning of each word in the light of the particular context in which it appears. While writing your interpretation of John 15:12, keep in mind these four C questions. Is it correct? Is it comprehensive? Is it concise? Is it coherent? Respond to the following tasks. 
Select keywords in verse 12 and define them in the context of John 15, 12 through 17. Using your definitions and common sense, draft an interpretation of verse 12. Evaluate your interpretation of John 15:12 in view of the four C questions. My definitions of keywords from John 15:12 follow. Commandment, which is a divine rule or decree, especially one of the Ten Commandments. My, used to emphasize what belongs to or is associated with the speaker or writer. Love, which is a deep affection for someone, willful intent to ensure the welfare of someone. One which refers to a certain person or individual previously mentioned or easily identified. Another, which refers to an additional person of the same type as one already mentioned. With those definitions in view, my interpretation of John 15:12 in context follows. The command of Jesus for his apostles to love one another is of the utmost importance because he repeats his command in verse 17. The kind of love Jesus expects of them is the same kind of love he has given to them, which is humble and oriented to meet the needs of others before self, as noted in John 13, 12 through 17. In verse 12, the Lord describes the nature of selfless love by saying that it involves a willingness to lay one's life down for another. Now that we have an observation statement of John 15, 12 through 17, and interpretation of 15, 12, we are ready to apply that verse to our lives. Remember, that there is only one interpretation to any text or discourse, which means that whatever one says or writes has a particular meaning. However, many applications may be derived from what is said or written, as long as every application is supported by the Bible text. Now, let's see how God wants us to apply John 15, 12, starting with the words, God wants me to. Respond to the following tasks. Draft a life application of John 15, 12 in the context of John 15, 12 through 17. Select a key word from your application to help you remember it today. Share your personal applications, giving reasons why they are important. My life application of John 15:12 follows, and the key word for me is join. God wants me to join with fellow believers often and to grow in our love for each other. Let's take a moment now to reflect on our experience together. Always mindful 
that the first discipline, worship the Lord, is at the heart of our relationship with God. Worship humbles us and prepares us for discipline too, which is to hear his word. God reveals his will in his word, which brought us to discipline three, which is pray his will. With discipline four, we shifted focus from relationship with God to relationship with people, giving attention first to what it means in John 15, 12 through 17 to join his people. After reading the passage, we then pray-read it in a conversation with God, visualizing the scenario and experiencing the narrative. Then we answered the who, whom, when, where, and why questions to get a feel for the larger context of John 15 before focusing on the smaller context of verses 12 through 17 that resulted in an observation statement. With that statement summarizing the context, we then focused on John 15, 12, the key verse for Discipline 4. To answer the what question, we followed up with a concise interpretation of verse 12 by joining our key word definitions to our common sense understanding of John 15, 12. Our study of John 15, 12 through 17 culminated with an application of 15, 12 and a key word to remind us of how the Lord wants to apply his word to our lives right now. In effect, our interpretation answers the question, God, what are you revealing about yourself? And our application answers the question, how should I respond to what you've revealed? This ends my presentation of the Journey with Jesus, Session 4. As we meet with God personally every day, let's also continue meeting with fellow disciples to encourage and pray for one another, while looking for opportunities to share our experiences with those interested. And let's remember that our goals are to experience spiritual intimacy with the Lord and one another day by day. Our assignment this week, which follows, is simply to practice what we're experiencing. Recite and reflect on the prayer of commitment daily. Worship in spirit and truth by reading and reflecting on God's attributes daily. Pray read John 15 through 18 and write an observation statement of John 15, 12 through 17. Write an interpretation of John 15, 12 with definitions of your key words in view. Write an application of John 15, 12 and ask God to help you put it into practice. And lastly, as the Lord leads, share with others what you are learning and experiencing.